Welcome back to An Audience of One by Gen Diversity, in which we try to deliver spiritually uplifting and motivational content to individuals who feel as if they've made too many mistakes, that they've gone too far, and that they're past redemption, and remind them that it's never too late to change their lives, to improve themselves, and to chase their goals. You've come to a point in your life where you've had it with your current situation. You know that you can't continue on this way, and that it's time to make a change. So you're going to have to take action to improve your life, because you know that only through taking action will anything actually change. And one of the first lessons that we talked about is that you have to become comfortable going it alone. And that's because throughout your life, you've surrounded yourself with detractors, people that need to be cut out of your life because as you strive to improve yourself, in one way or another, they're going to hold you back. This may also be due to the fact that many people have abandoned you because they no longer see that there's any benefit in being your companion. Or it could be some combination of the both. But regardless of whether you find yourself alone because you've choose to remove yourself from detractors or because other people have abandoned you, it's important that you become comfortable taking this path alone because only when you're comfortable being alone are you truly capable of deciding who you want to be companions with and who you want to enter into your inner circle with a clear heart and a clear mind without coming from a position of neediness. But just because you need to learn how to walk the path alone doesn't mean that you have to, especially if there are still good people within your circle that you can seek assistance from and rely upon. Now, regardless of the struggle that you specifically are going through, you can't be afraid to seek help. Now, seeking help can be very scary for a lot of different reasons. It's scary because you're ashamed. It's scary because you're afraid that nobody's going to actually answer the call. It's scary because up until now, you might have been able to hide your shortcomings. And when you seek help from other people, kind of have to admit what's going on to some extent, at least to yourself. And through seeking help, it not only solidifies that there is a problem, but it also kind of means that you've lost control of the problem. And by reaching out to others, it's no longer a secret. Sometimes we're hesitant to ask for help because we wish we didn't have to in the first place. We wish that somebody else would have of their own accord reached out to us and asked, hey, are you doing all right? Do you need any help? How are things going? And we can become resentful that we don't feel like anybody cares or is noticing that we're struggling with the things that we're struggling with. And that can cause us to want to you know, show everybody up like, oh, I don't need you. I can do this on my own. Let me show them, which is great if you can. But if you're listening to this, you probably haven't. And while you'd like to take care of your problems on your own, which is great, but if you need help and you have people who could help, you can't be afraid to ask. Don't let your anger and frustration cause you to be jaded with all of society. Let's be real. Like this situation that you're going through is lonely and you're probably frustrated with a lot of the people who either have abandoned you or have belittled you or have just not offered help when you felt like they probably could or should have. But it's important that your anger and your frustration with this situation doesn't cause you to be resentful towards the world because there are good people out there. And if you have the courage to, you need to seek them out. There are good people out there. Now, they might not be the majority, but there's way more of them than you think. Now, they're not going to be perfect people. They will have flaws. But don't be so quick to forget your own. And although they are flawed, they are still good people striving to better themselves. And these are the type of people that are going to be more than willing to help others who are also trying to better themselves. Many of us suffer on our own. Again, we're ashamed. We think nobody will understand. Or if they find out, they're going to judge us. We're afraid to ask for help because it confirms that we're struggling. 
We don't want to seem weak, so we keep all of our struggles and our battles and our trials to ourselves. And the world, with help, is tough enough on its own, never mind when you're going through all of these battles by yourself. We're afraid to expose our weaknesses, and we're afraid to ask for help because we hang on to this idea that we're going to fix everything on our own before anybody finds out. But chances are, if you're still listening to this, you just might be stuck in that cycle of telling yourself over and over and over again that this is the last time. I'm going to get it right this time. I'm going to fix my situation. I'm going to improve myself, despite the fact that you keep falling into that downward spiral. And you have to remember that because you've kept all of your struggles to yourself and you haven't been sharing them with the world, because again, it's not a popular thing to do, most people might not even know that you have any issues at all. And you have to realize you're not alone in this. Like we have a society right now that pushes everybody to believe that they have to continuously project their highlight reel, that everything is okay, everything is going great. I'm doing fine. In fact, I'm doing better than fine. We're doing fantastic. And this doesn't just come in the form of showing off my new outfit or, hey, check out my new car or look at me on this tropical vacation. A lot of times it's just going to come in the form of making everybody think that you've got it all together emotionally and mentally and spiritually when that's rarely the case. Yet everybody wants to project that they've got it all together. They're the big boss. They're the top G. They are crushing it at life. But the reality is that everybody is struggling somewhere at some point in time, if not in many different areas, a lot of the time. It's just that some people are better at hiding it than others. And some of the people that are in the worst positions are the best at hiding it. And because they're great at hiding it, they're also very, very reluctant to seek help from others because it would expose the fact that they're not really doing as well as they show that they are. Now, before we go any further, let's be really, really clear. No one, no one is going to fix your problems if you don't work to fix them yourself. No matter what that problem is, no one is going to fix it. You have to put in the work. They may help you, and that help is going to come in a lot of different forms, but you and you alone are going to put in the work to fix your situation. The people you seek help from may have their own situations, and you may lean on each other for help as you collectively try to strive to better yourselves. But no one person's help is going to work for you if you don't work for yourself, because they are the help. They are helping you to put in the work, but they are not putting in the work for you. Now, it's important to understand what we mean by help, because first, you want to understand that help doesn't mean that they're going to do it for you, but also you want to understand what we mean by help, because when you're seeking help, you're probably going to have to define that for other people. Because when you're in the type of situation that you're in, and you go up to somebody and you ask them, hey, could you really help me out? I'm, I'm, I'm having a tough time. First thing they're going to ask is, sure, man, how can I help? So it's important that you have an understanding of what help looks like. So when you ask them and they respond by saying, sure, what do you want me to do? You have a good idea of what to tell them. So when you're trying to understand for yourself, what type of help do I need? What type of help is going to actually be useful? And how do I explain that to other people? There's several different options that you might have. And the first is that almost all of us could use help from somebody who's just willing to listen. If you're struggling with your faith, or with substances, or with processes, or with relationships, or with work, or with life in general, it helps to have someone to talk to. There's a lot of burden that you carry when you struggle through these battles on your own. And 
it's important to have someone who can listen. And you may have to explain this to somebody because a lot of times when you seek out help, sometimes people take that as an opportunity to preach. That's not what you need right now. You need somebody who's just going to listen, someone who's going to allow you to just let it all out. Because a lot of times we need to vent. And, and sometimes we just need to hear ourselves think out the problems out loud. And that can be extremely helpful to identifying solutions. But you have to have somebody who's capable of being an active listener. Obviously, it can be very uncomfortable if the person that you're sharing your story with, if they're trying to convert you to their way of life or their ideology instead of just being there to help. It also helps to speak with somebody who's been in the situation that you're going through. It's not mandatory, but it definitely helps having somebody who has perspective and context with your situation. But so long as you have somebody who is willing to just listen, listen actively, and is not trying to be judgmental or preachy, you should be good. Now, if you have somebody around you that you can seek out to be an active listener for you, that's awesome. That's going to be preferred. Unfortunately, if you don't have that in your life, there's always the possibility that you could use paid services, but it may be helpful just to talk to somebody about what is going on. Another way that you can seek help is from people who are looking to improve themselves in the areas that you as well are looking to improve yourself because some days you're not going to want to go to the gym. Some days you're not going to want to go for that five-mile run. But if you have somebody else that is working towards that goal alongside of you and they're there to push you when you're not feeling like going at it and you're there to push them when they're not really feeling their best, that's going to be helpful. So remember when we talked about cutting people out of our lives who are detractors because they're misery likes company type people? Um, they're where they're at down in the depths of despair and they want to keep you there with them, uh, either because they like company or because you improving yourself somehow reflects upon how they too should improve themselves because you're in the same spot. Well, these are the rare people who are friends or family members that are also feeling the pain of whatever it is that you're going through and they're looking to get out and they're looking at you, you're looking at them and saying, hey man, let's make a change. If you have those people, great. This may be somebody who's willing to go to the gym with you, go for a run, somebody who is willing to encourage you to wake up and pray, somebody who is, you know, going to encourage you to maintain your moral character. It could come in so many different forms. Regardless, it's really good to have somebody who's working towards the same type of goal as you that you can encourage them and they can encourage you at the same time. Many times we give up if we're alone but we're much more likely to continue to push forward if somebody else is expecting us to show up. Many times we give up if we're on our own, but if there's somebody else that's expecting us to show up, we're more likely to do so. And again, this doesn't have to be a friend or a family member or somebody that you've known for years. You should be able to find people locally who have accomplished or who are working on accomplishing the types of things that you're trying to accomplish. And just by reaching out and saying, hey, I really like what you're doing. This is exactly the type of thing that I'm trying to accomplish myself. I'd really love some help and some support. You just might find it. I can tell you this, you're definitely not going to find it if you don't ask. And you'll be surprised. People who are trying to better themselves are not the type of people who are going to look down on you for trying to better yourself. They're not the type of people who are going to discourage you. They're not the type of people who are going to start pointing out all of your past faults and focusing on that, 
Rather, they're the type of people who are going to be focusing on your potential and on your future. And those are the types of people we said that you need to start looking for. Another type of help that you can receive are people who are just going to reach out and check in on you and on your progress. This can be as simple as somebody giving you a call once a day, every couple of days, once a week. Hey brother, hey sister, how's it going? Everything okay? You keeping up with your commitments? You know how much it means just to have somebody make you feel like they care. Someone who's just going to check in on you from time to time. Because you know what it feels like to feel abandoned. Sometimes you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. It's possible that people in your circle have dropped off the radar because they're going through some of their own problems. It may also be, again, because people don't even realize that you're going through any of the problems that you're going through. Because again, you're not broadcasting it. You're trying to keep it to yourself. You don't want people to know about it. You want to try to fix all of these problems on your own. So again, you can't always expect that everybody is going to reach out. Now, it doesn't mean that everybody falling off the face of the earth is completely justified. I'm just saying that to some extent, there may be some people that are still worthy of being in your circle that you can reach out to, and they may have reasons for why they haven't been in touch, and you might be able to rekindle that if it's going to be of benefit. It could be as simple as just reaching out to a friend and saying, hey, I know we haven't been in contact in a while. Just want to let you know, I'm actually going through some stuff right now. I'm having a real difficult time. Would you mind just checking in on me every couple of days? I would really appreciate it. It would mean a lot to me to know that somebody out there cares that I'm going through this right now. If you come to somebody with that and they don't reciprocate, you do not want them in your life anyway. But if you come to any half-decent human being with that request, they're going to respond to that call. Another form of help, which is great if you can find it, is people who are going to keep you busy and out of harm's way. Now, this is something that's going to vary from person to person. Could be playing a game of pickup basketball, could be playing cards, could be going for a hike or for a run or for a walk. It's going to vary from person to person and the options are absolutely limitless. You know that a lot of times you are prevented from doing any harm because you've been kept busy. And the old saying of the idle hands are the devil's workshop is absolutely true. Most of us get into trouble because we're bored. Keeping yourself busy can keep you out of trouble. And sometimes just hanging out with a friend that you know isn't going to indulge in the vices that you've had difficulties with is going to be a huge help. Just reach out to somebody. If you have them, reach out. Let them know, hey, I just want to let you know I'm going through XYZ right now. You don't have to get into details. I've been struggling. I just really need to be around the right people. I don't want to get into anything stupid because I'm just upset and frustrated right now. Would you mind us hanging out? Again, the right people are going to answer these calls. And don't be worried about people who don't. It's just a filtering process. At the end of the day, the quicker you get to find out who are the people that aren't for you, the quicker you're going to be able to get to the people who are. And you may be asking, yeah, but where do I find these people? And unless you are completely alone and everybody is dropped off the face of the earth, nobody responds to your phone calls, nobody has any interest in interacting with you in any way, shape, or form. And that may be true. But if there are still good people around, you need to seek them out first and ask and see if they will respond to your call for help. Now, if they don't, you need to start looking outside of your circle. But you have to believe that there are a lot of good people that are out there, and they are willing to help, especially if they see that you are committed to making a change and that you are putting in the work that's required. But you have to ask, because most people have no idea what you're going through. They don't because people are busy. 
They're busy with their own lives. They're focusing on their own problems. They also don't know because you haven't told them. And unless you're airing out all of your problems, people just don't know. And even if they do know, they may not know how to help. A lot of times when people are in the vicinity of people who are struggling, the first thing they want to do is preach. They just want to talk and talk and talk until you just stop doing this. You got to do this. You got to do this. And they never stop, shut up, and listen. They don't realize that you're aware of your problems. You know the solutions sometimes. But you just need someone to listen. You just need someone to be present. You just need to feel like somebody cares and that you're not going through this alone. They don't realize it could be just as simple as calling you every couple days and saying, hey, man, you doing all right? Just want to check in on you. Just want to let you know I'm still here. If you need anything, I got you. So you may need to tell them. And that may be as simple as calling them up and saying, hey, brother, hey, sister, just want to let you know I'm going through X, Y, Z right now. And I don't want to get into all the details just yet, but I'm really struggling. I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm, I'm having a really, really hard time. And I could use your support. And I really need help. And this is what it looks like. And map it out for them. Now, if you don't have people in your circle that are willing to do this for you, and by willing, I mean they just totally blank you. They're not answering your call. They refuse to help. Then you need to start looking towards your wider community. And by that, I mean looking into support groups in your area. And I know, it sounds crazy and repulsive. Nobody wants to call a support group. No one. No one who's ever gone to a support group really, really wants to go to a support group. They never want to call a support group. They don't want to be caught dead around a support group because by reaching out to one or going to one in the first place, it feels like you've failed. It is the tombstone on your grave stating you couldn't fix it on your own. It's intimidating because in order to go to any type of group, you have to admit that there's a problem, at least to yourself. And by going there, you're admitting to yourself that I've got this problem and I don't feel like battling it on my own anymore is what's going to work. And that can be embarrassing. And that embarrassment can cause you to feel shame. And the feeling of shame is part of the downward spiral which has kept you where you're at because you feel shameful and you have all of this remorse and all of this regret and all of this shame which causes you to then feel like, well, I'm just... I'm just beyond the point of repair. Forget it. Why even try? Why even bother? Which makes you feel weak and even more susceptible to the vices which have brought you exactly to where you are. All of this continues this pattern that you've been stuck in of this downward spiral where you continue to feel as if whatever you have done, all of the transgressions that you've accumulated are just unforgivable. And if they're unforgivable, what's the point of even trying? But the reality is that one of the reasons why these groups can be very helpful is because, believe it or not, you are not the first. You are not in the top 10,000 of whatever it is that you think you're going through to have gone through it. There are so many people who've gone through, if not your exact situation, a very, very similar situation where there are enormous amount of parallels between what you've gone through and what they've gone through. Only they've gone through it, and they've made it to the other side. And part of the reason why they've made it to the other side is because they reached out to people for help. Sometimes that's come in the form of friends. Sometimes it's come in the form of family. Sometimes it's come in the form of groups. And one of the things that can be really powerful about support groups is that 
you might think that you're going to go to one of these groups and it's filled with people who are really just a total wreck. And the reality is that you're going to find people that maybe were at that point years ago, but have gone through whatever recovery process they had to go through, have made it to the other side, but have stuck around to help people like you because they know what it feels like to walk into that room for the first time and feel ashamed and feel embarrassed and be extremely intimidated by what's in front of them. And they want to be able to help somebody just like other people helped them. Because they too were scared to show up and ask for help. But they did and they made it through. And that's why they're there and capable of helping you through whatever it is that you're going through. So yes, it's important that through this process, you become comfortable going it alone. Because you're not doing this for anyone else. You're doing it for yourself. And when you become comfortable going it alone, again, you're going to be able to really decide with a clean heart and a clear mind who exactly you want to let into your inner circle based on your goals, not based on your neediness for companionship. Because it's important that you don't just let anyone into your inner circle. But that doesn't mean you don't let anyone in. You want to let people in. You just want to make sure that they're the right ones. You can't be so afraid of being hurt by people that you wall yourself off from everyone. Because there are great people out there. And the cost of protecting yourself from the bad ones is not worth the cost of losing the good ones. And you have to remember that just as much as you wish you had support through all of the years that you've struggled through different trials, others have felt that way too. And believe it or not, we're out there. There are those of us who've walked your path before and recovered from it and are more than willing to support you in becoming a better version of yourself and reaching your true potential and sharing your personal gift with the world. So don't hesitate to seek us out. We'll be ready whenever you do.